Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Bab. Hello there. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? I'm really, really good, thank you. Welcome along to Bearback, everybody, the podcast where we navigate our lives together as a bear couple. And explore the quirks of our respective cultures. I'm Ben, and I am British. And I am Benja, and I'm Argentinian. And this week, we've got our friend and neighbour Curtis popping over to try some Argentinian delicacies. I know, we'll get Curtis to try and taste my Argentinian cooking, and let's find out whether he spits it out or whether he swallows. Yeah, we'll find out in a bit. <laughs> so what have you been up to this week then, Bab? Oh, we've uh, we've made new friends. Yes, we have. We've made two new friends, which, oh, yeah. you know, at our age and our time of life is quite a rarity, isn't it? But, and to be fair, it was quite a rarity how we met them, isn't it? Yeah, so a friend of ours had a naming ceremony for her son in Cornwall mm-hmm. um, about a year ago. And a naming ceremony, for those who don't know, it's kind of like a baptism, but it's not a baptism. Yeah, there's food and drink, but no religion. If you don't want to baptise your kids, but you still want to have a party, do a naming ceremony. It was a great excuse for us to go down to Cornwall and see a bit of the wonderful countryside down there, because it's just such a beautiful part of the world. Yeah, but I hate driving there. What do you mean? It's a a bunch of these one-way roads where you can't even move to the side, but they're not one-way roads, they're two-way roads, there's just room for one car. So if you have someone coming the other way, you both have to stop and one of you have to reverse until you find a spot that is slightly more wider, so slightly wider, so you can pretty much pass by pulling your mirrors uh, in and try to very, very slowly pass each other so you don't scratch your cars, either against the birches to the side or the car coming the other way. It's a nightmare. And that was the regular feature, First World Problems, with Benha. I mean, it is literally a price to pay if you want to visit one of the most beautiful parts of the world. So, you know, get over it. Um, maybe calling it one of the most beautiful parts of the world is a little bit of an overstatement. I'm sure Lonely Planet would agree with me. Anyway, we went down to Cornwall for this naming ceremony of our friend and we met a lovely couple down there and they were kind of living... Well, one part of the couple was living in the Midlands and the other part of the couple was living in London. And they wanted to move somewhere in the middle so they could, you know, be live together and not have to traipse up and down the country every week. And we said, well, Warwickshire is a great place to live. Lo and behold, you were at the train station just before Christmas and you bumped in to one half of the couple at the train station and they said, yeah, we loved your advice and we've moved here. Yeah, I know. So basically we have new neighbours, basically. And she was lovely. The thing is, she recognised me in the train station, but I didn't recognise her because we were all wearing masks, so you could only see the eyes. So And it was like early in the morning. I hadn't had coffee yet, so it was a little bit for me that time. And basically we decided to get together and have a little bit of an introduction uh, of them um, into Warwickshire. And we went into one of Warwickshire's best 
or best boated restaurants, didn't we? It's up there on TripAdvisor, yeah. Yeah, so it was a really, really nice French restaurant. Although it has to be said, half their menu was Italian, not French. They had a lot of dishes that were Italian, not yeah, French. Yeah, I'm sure they eat risotto in France. Yeah, not French cuisine. <laughs> I mean, why Why today are you trying to defend the non-defendable? Because this week, you have been Moan Central. It's like I've been on the Moan Express with you all week. But you've been literally every day, you've been a right Debbie Downer. It's like, you know, the glass has been half empty for you this week. But and it's like, let's try and be a little bit more optimistic. No, no. You know, we're into February now. January's out the way. See you, see you, Blue Monday. Let's think positively about the year that's coming. Yeah, and I can think positive, but I cannot think lie. The observation that half their menu is Italian and not French, how much optimism do you want me to put? Oh, yeah, half the menu is Italian, not French, in a French restaurant. Wow. That's amazing. Well done. You see, you can do it when you try I hard mean, enough. But the observation still stands. Well, let's call it an observation because I'm sick of living with a rain okay. cloud this okay. week. Here you go, the positive spin. I had a French dish and it was actually really, really nice. I the, really enjoyed it. The cuisine was in- exceptional. Yeah. I had a wonderful evening and we had a wonderful evening with some new friends, which we'll definitely see again. So it's plus, plus, plus. Optimism all around. Yeah. Can I see your pearly whites, please? Give me My a big pearly smile. Whites. I, I need to go to the dentist. I need some whitening, teeth whitening. Just don't give I? me a big smile. That's it. You can do it when you try. You look so pretty when you smile. Ah, why do I feel like two years old now? <laughs> but apart from that, I mean, it's been a bit of a, a bit of a quiet week for us. You've, um, can I just check that you have actually washed all that larvae off you? All that what? <laughs> because this morning, Ben has been outside literally power washing our green bin because it was full of maggots. I mean, that is kind of like the one of the highlights of our weekend yeah and again you're gonna hear me moan again right now because why did i do it and did i do it well you wanted to pay somebody four quid to come and wash our bin i was like i'm sorry we are not paying four pounds to wash our bin when we've got a perfectly good hose we've got perfectly good water in our house we and a do- perfectly good bank had to do it so you don't do it well you said i'm going out to speak with the neighbors this morning so i was like two birds one stone if you're going outside I just wanted to lounge around in my pyjamas. That's abuse. <laughs> it's not abuse. You didn't want to pay for it, but you didn't want to do it yourself. I would have done it this afternoon, but I was knee-deep in Jurassic World Evolution 2. Yeah, so playing on the PlayStation. Yeah, I know. And my T-Rex needed, you know, it needed my help. So I had to look after my prehistoric zoo. He would eat you if you gave him a chance. <laughs> I don't think so. He would. Why? Because he's an animal, he's a T-Rex, he's a dinosaur. It's kind of what they, he's a carnivore as well, so it's kind of what they do. Yeah, and it's also based on a fictional film. Yeah, it's a game. It's not, we don't really have a T-Rex here, do we? Well, I don't know. I've never been to Isla Sauna. I mean... For real. I can put, like, my elbows against my body and pretend that I have T-Rex arms, you know? <laughs> I tell you what, raw, raw, if you were a dinosaur, you would not be... A T-Rex. You would be a Triceratops. Well, Triceratops is my favourite dinosaur. Is it? Yeah. It's always been. Did I know that? Or yes. am I just... Are you sure? Yes. It's just that you don't pay attention when I talk to you. Have we had this conversation before? Yes, we did. Mm, I think I would want to be a T-Rex. So we would... Basically, if we were in prehistoric times, we'd still be doing this podcast because we'd be bickering. Yeah. I would <laughs> be horning you. You'd be horning me. Yeah. With my Triceratops 
three horns. Your three horns, yeah. Actually, when I used to work for a science museum in Birmingham, and one of my jobs was to clean the horns of the Triceratops skeleton, I had to go on a training course, and I used to have a little backpack hoover to, like, suck up all the dust and to do it in a proper way, and I had to go on a course to learn how to suck dust off uh, a fossil. Okay, there's too many jokes there about you learning how to basically suck dust from phallic things, so... I was very proud to do that job, though. It was, you know, great responsibility. Anyway, talking of phallic things, we caught up with the new series Pam and Tommy, which I could not believe that that was on Disney+. Plus. I mean, I saw a boob within the first two minutes, and I was like, oh, the House of Mouse, this is not. See, wonderfully acted... The the character. So, uh, who's the one that plays the who plays Pam? Lily James plays Lily Pamela James. Anderson, and she is the spitting image of Pamela Anderson. To be fair, you wouldn't be able to tell that it's not Pamela Anderson. It looks like Pamela Anderson. You know, like um, the CGI like they do on Star Wars to make looks quite Walker look younger. It kind of looks that they took Pam Anderson and they did that. The problem is for me is that I didn't know who Lily James was, and you started reciting films that he's been in, and I haven't watched any of them, so that's why I didn't know who Lily James was. But she's the spitting image. It is really, really good. And then you have Sebastian Stan playing Tommy Lee, and it's funny because a lot of people are standing him to play Luke Skywalker, aren't they? Yeah, he does have that kind of Mark Hamill look. About I mean, obviously he looks nothing like it in this series. He looks like Tommy Lee Jones. Can, yeah, no, it's just Tommy Lee, isn't it? Yeah, no, Tommy Lee Jones is the actor from from the first <laughs> Man was, in Black. Yeah, was he in Speed as well? No, that's not Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, I'm rubbish with actors' yeah. names. Why? But Tommy Lee is a drummer. Yeah. He's not an actor. Well, I didn't even know he was a drummer. I knew he was in Motley Crue, but I didn't know he was the drummer. Yeah, he was the drummer. Mm. But, okay, so, spoiler alert, in my opinion, it's um, not necessarily a boring show, but it's not super entertaining. Amazingly acted... But the best character is Tommy Lee's penis. And the second best character is Lily James's prosthetic boobs. Yeah, but... Apparently, in the filming of that show, she went through 50 pairs of prosthetic titties. I mean, you want them to look perfect, I suppose. <laughs> but the thing is, her titties just show up and stay there. Yeah. Tommy Lee's penis is an actual part yeah, it's an actual character. It talks. And it's a proper puppet. It's not CGI. Four or five people were manhandling, literally manhandling this puppet to make it work. The first time we see the penis is just before he gets married to Pamela Anderson. Is that right? Well, it's when they meet in... Cancun. In Mexico, yeah. Yeah. And they, have they, they haven't slept together at that point, no. have they? And he's kind of basically saying to his penis, I want to spend the rest of my life with this woman and Mm. the penis is like I'm not really happy about that and kind of has a bit of a go at him but completely unexpected you see the first episode and it's just like a drama based on a real event and suddenly you have a talking penis well it's based on the sex tape that they made on their honeymoon isn't it that then obviously got leaked but still uh, even in that the penis doesn't talk (laughs) no that's true interesting question if your penis could talk what would it say? my penis would say Use looser underwear. Looser underwear. You do like your tighty whities don't you? Tighty whities <laughs> Do I even have a pair of tighty whities Do you know what tighty whities are? Yeah, they're like tight underwear. No. What are they? Your tighty whities is just your regular one of the mill one white slips. 
sorry for breathing. You know the underwear that they use for 50-year-old men on TV shows? Those are tighty whities So kind of like the underwear that I wear. Mm, yeah, kind of. <laughs> you see, mine would say to me something along the lines of, oh, is that it? Why? <laughs> I don't know. I just think it would. I think it would be a bit disappointed. Disappointed on what? Being part of me. Oh, that's a little bit of self-deprecation for you. Are you looking for an ego boost, Bab? No. Okay, I'll touch your penis later. (laughs) Oh, God. You can't say things like that on this show. Why not? Well, you can, actually. But anyway, we've had some posts this week. And we're actually inhaling said post right now. Because we've been sent... (laughs) See, up until that point, it kind of sounds like cocaine. No, it wasn't cocaine, it's a candle. I know, but you say inhale, it doesn't sound very nice, doesn't it? We're not inhaling a candle. No. We are delighting in the wonderful smell from this beautiful candle that we've been sent. The reason why I want to mention it on the show is, and we've not, I have to say, we've not been paid to say this or anything, is that it's a bare company so yes. bears supporting bears this candle has come from mike who is the founder of bear wicks mm-hmm. so it's a bear run business obviously he makes candles and he got in touch and he sent us a lovely letter and he says i'm from a little coastal town in south wales and i started bear wicks last year and it came about because i was made redundant at the end of 2020 and in that weird nether space between jobs i started looking into making candles as you do Well, he says he actually, I've always been obsessed with scents and scented candles, and I'm told I have the nasal capacity to appreciate complex scents. That's a good ability to have, isn't it? Yeah, well, he says I wholly took that as a compliment, whether it was meant that way or not, but I think it is probably a compliment, isn't it? So the candle that we've got here is from his first collection, which is inspired by where he lives, which is Lanelli. And it has a beautiful coastal path, which he says he's always traipsing up and down with a coffee in one hand and a podcast in his ear. Hopefully that's bareback. Um, I, I would like to think so. And it smells like it, doesn't it? There's, there's salt in it, so you have this salty smell, this salty water smell from the ocean. But it's mixed with something else that smells really, really nice. So what else is in the candle that we get? I don't know. What does it It's say? a little wood in it. It's driftwood. Rock, salt and driftwood. Rock, salt and driftwood. Oh, that's a very, very mature scent, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but I like it because it, it smells woody. But at the same time, that salty smell makes you feel like you are you close your eyes and you're right next to the ocean. Well, we're there in Lanelli with Mike. Mm-hmm. So he says that he is launching his second collection, which will be launching in spring this year. And there'll be a whole new batch of scents to get your nose around but before then he says keep an eye out because on valentine's day there might well be a brand new scent coming your way so if you are interested you can find bearwicks on instagram he's at bearwicks and there's also a facebook page bearwicks candles so there you are bears supporting bears Alright, I know I say this quite often in a few of our episodes, but we do have a very special one today. A special one? Well, a special episode. Okay. So, as you know, during series one, you made me try some chilling, awful British foods that I had never tried before. Oh, I seem to remember that you quite like bovril and you loved your spotted dick. To be fair, I did like bovril, but I've never had it since... 
So he's one of those that <laughs> it was nice, but then I've never had it again. Okay. So a couple of our listeners have been messaging to take it the other way around. So make you try Argentinian foods. Now the issue with that is that because we've been together for a while, you've basically just tried everything I cook. Yeah. So realistically, whatever I can make you taste, you've tasted before. And I suppose we can't just nip over to Argentina to try some of the other delicacies that I've not been able to try because we don't have the ingredients here. I mean, we can, but we don't have the budget, but <laughs> it's a little bit... Maybe in season four. <laughs> yeah, maybe in series four. <laughs> so we had a light bulb moment. Is that a light bulb? I don't know. Have... It's something. Okay. It's like when you used to turn on windows back in the old days, isn't it? It's like old school windows, like, <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I don't think so, but sure, <laughs> let's go with it. Anyway, what we decided to do is we decided to invite our very good friend, Curtis, who's joining us. Hello, Curtis. How are we doing, guys? All right? Yeah, we're great. Thank you so much for coming round. Not a problem. How are we doing? Yep, we're good. We're good. So, before we start, I suppose, what do the listeners need to know about you? I live next door to you to start off with. Yeah, you do. So Good place to be. Very good place to be. Um, (laughs) Sauce rolls are amazing. Oh, thank you. So there you go. Yeah, I work in the uh, construction trade. I'm 26 and uh, I'm a fairly fussy eater. Well, I mean... I'm glad you said that. Fairly fussy. I suppose it depends who do you believe. Do Do we believe you or do we believe your girlfriend? In terms of uh, just how yeah, fussy. Okay. Yeah. okay, so you're a fussy eater and a self-confessed fussy eater. Yeah. So thank you for coming out on the podcast. That's um, wonderful. When you say fussy eater, what do you mean? What's your kind of daily food intake? So fairly simple. Lunchtime, sandwiches, crisps, dinner time, pasta, chicken, anything really like that. Nothing extravagant that's uh, like, I don't like beef, anything like that. I eat burgers. And so you do like lasagna, beef. yeah. I think it's just like steak wise, I don't need steak, right? Okay. Like that, so I have to say, you are the first person I know who doesn't like steak, yeah. What is it about steak that you don't like? I think it's mainly just the texture. I think mm. the textures, I think with um, say like mincemeat and things like that, I can perfectly fine eat it and um, eat it dry. No, I couldn't do it. I okay. just I need something added to it to, to make it. So you don't like beef, what about pork? I'll eat it. Not, you know, it doesn't interest me. Okay, but lamb? No. Fish? Mm, definitely not. Not even from the fish and chip shop? No. Vegetables? What are we talking there? Vegetables, I'll eat broccoli maybe, carrots I'll eat, sweet corn, peas I'll eat, cauliflower no, cabbage, if it's put in front of me I'll eat it, but apart from that that's really as far as it goes. And are we eating much fruit as well? Fruit, I'll eat any fruit really. Um, okay. Not that... I do, but I will do, sort of thing. So you, it's a fairly healthy diet you have, it's just quite limited. It's yeah. sandwiches and pasta. Yeah, basically, yeah. Any pasta dish, like rice is perfectly fine. Main foods that I don't like is, you know, mushrooms, fish, um, as I said, steak, and a lot of the red meats, no. So, on a Friday evening, if you have to make a chippy order, yeah, what would you order? So you, you've got to have the bad sausage and chips, don't you? Sausage and chips. Okay. That's a good one. Sausage so that's your dream takeaway? No, nah, not dream takeaway. If it was, if was going to go to any takeaway, it would be a Chinese. Okay. And what, what are we getting from the Chinese? Maybe crispy chicken. Mm-hmm. I like spicy food. So anything okay. spicy. 
and then say like garlic rice, satay sauce, anything like that. Okay. So. So it's not as bad as we. I think we might have been led to believe. I don't know. I kind of want to ask his girlfriend at some point to see if she agrees with. <laughs> Maybe we could do like a bonus episode. Yeah, something like that. To see mm. <laughs> behind the curtis. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she'll disagree with me. Probably. We'll check. We'll double check. But so you've agreed to come here today and try some Argentinian foods that I've prepared. Considering that Argentinian food is mainly beef. <laughs> I did uh, research that before I came. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I mean, and considering you're eating habits, it's, it's an idea that we had, isn't it? It was one of those things where we had a conversation uh, during lockdown and you were like, you know, I'd like to try more foods. I'd like to expand my palate. So this is kind of us giving the gift the food to you and you deciding whether you like it or not. Ah, that's it. Let's go for it. So how nervous are you? Ten. Really? <laughs> this, is, this is going to be bad. Oh, please don't be nervous. Please don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. This is going uh, to be fun. More entertaining for you two, I think. <laughs> yeah, to be fair. At least you're honest. <laughs> And to be honest, I am entertained already. I am. Just the look on your face. I've never seen you look so worried in your life. No. You're such a chilled out guy. And now you're like, literally your eyes are like sauce. <laughs> literally, we're not going to do anything bad. Yeah, no. So let's explain our listeners how this is going to work. Basically, we have a blindfold here. Mm-hmm. We are going to blindfold Curtis. We're going to give... Not in that way. It's a blindfold. <laughs> yeah, but you made it the way you were describing it was like it was like some kind of sex game. <laughs> it's just a blindfold. Yeah, I know it's a blindfold. But I, it's not like we're saying, okay, we're going to blindfold Curtis. <laughs> we're, we're just going to use a blindfold. I don't want him to leave our house a scarred man. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, considering the things that he lived. Oh yeah, <laughs> I have to come back past his house every day. Yeah. <laughs> I think that probably that ship has sailed. <sighs> So basically, we'll blindfold Curtis mm-hmm. and we'll give him a spoonful of an Argentinian dish to try. And we want to hear his reaction to the taste, to the texture, to all of the things that I'm imagining he's not really going to enjoy a lot, considering that there's a lot of things that he mentioned in his list of things that he doesn't eat. And oh, then onions. Do you like onions? Yeah, okay. yeah I like onions. Oh, that's, oh, that's good. <laughs> Just check it. Yeah. And then we're going to show you what is it that you've eaten, so you can actually have a visual aid of what is it that you have tasted. And then you're going to explain what the food is. Yeah, I can explain It's them. kind of like the science bit. You know, on the L'Oreal adverts, you know, here's the science bit. Oh, yeah, you have the old boys and off that talks about, about all of these chemicals and other things. Yeah. So, shall we start with the first dish? Yes. Let's go for it. Right, so we've got our first dish coming towards your lips, Curtis. Ben has bringing it over. He's going to give you the spoon. Oh, it's quite a mouthful, is that, Bab? That's a tablespoon, that is. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like a teaspoon. Right, here he goes. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of chewing going on. I'm, I'm giving him a lot of big... How much did you give me? A lot. <laughs> he chewed for days. <laughs> okay, reactions. Let him chew. There's a lot of food in his mouth right now. Let him let him go That's through really... the process. I know. I know. I'm eager to hear the reactions. But... I can't read his face. It's it's really poker face. 
I'll be there in a minute. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I think I might have exaggerated with the portion sizes, haven't I? Yeah, should I just sing a song in the meantime? <laughs> yeah, you can actually do sing a song if you want. <laughs> it's not touched the water. And he hasn't spit it out. Mm. I, I think that's a good sign. Probably. Ah, it's gone. <laughs> okay. Wow. What was that? Well, what did you taste? So it had a texture of, say, like chicken, but also like egg, like boiled egg. Mm-hmm. It started off not being too bad. And then the more I was chewing it, it was a bit like, Okay, oh, this is going to take a while. And for some reason, I just couldn't swallow it. So, taste-wise, yeah, chicken and egg. Pretty much bang on. It had some sort of seasoning to it. Yeah. I don't know what that was. I don't think I took the time to uh, <laughs> to try and figure out what that was. But We okay. had plenty of time. You were chewing for a long time. Yeah, that's very true. Okay, shall we show Curtis what he's eaten? The reveal. The reveal. Dun, dun, dun. You actually were bang on. Happy days, what was it? So what you have there is a rolled chicken. It's very traditional food, particularly in the summer, because you serve it cold. And it's basically chicken breasts that have been flattened. They are filled with, as you can see there, boiled egg. And the stuffing. And basically it's just rolled. Like a Swiss roll, but made out of chicken. Yeah. To be fair, I probably would eat that if it was hot. Cold chicken for me, sometimes. But yeah, if it was hot, I probably would eat that. See, for us, it's very a very summery food, so it's normally served cold. But there's nothing that says that you couldn't serve it warm. You see, I love that, but I don't like boiled egg. So I pop the egg out, give yeah. that to Ben, and I eat just the chicken, basically. Yeah, you are so weird. You're, well, you're a braver man than I am. To be fair, no, I think I, think I would eat that. I think I'd have to do what, what you've done. Sort of, I don't mind boiled eggs. Eat that separately to the chicken, sort of thing. But yeah, if it was warm, I probably would eat that. Well, I think that's a resounding success. For I mean, your first yeah, course. for a first course, that's a really, really good start. Right, second dish. Okay, second dish. Let's go. Okay, so we've got the second dish coming over again, Bab. That's a massive portion. You're handing it over. It looks like you're about to do aeroplane. Here comes the aeroplane, Curtis. <laughs> oh, it smells. What's the smell? Like meat. That's all I can sort of explain it as. I don't know. Let's put it in and try it. <laughs> Go for it. Story of my life. <laughs> oh, oh, no. It's coming out. It's coming, it's coming out. out. It's, coming, it's out. coming out. It's coming out. No. That one was not a success. No. No. That didn't stay in long. How are you feeling, mate? You all right? Yeah, that one there. Uh, Definitely not. I mean, there is your kryptonite in there. One of the things you said you didn't like. Oh, there's a lot of things that he said that he didn't like in there. Yeah. Well, the main one being mushroom. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. Bless you, your eyes are watering. I'm sweating. <laughs> sweating. But you gave it a go. That's you, the, that's oh, the thing. Give anything a go. That's the thing. The, the important thing about giving it a go. So... Us reaction. Of course, we know the instinctive reaction. We can see it. <laughs> you all right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm good. 
What could you taste? Did you taste uh, just impressions? Did you taste like sweet, sour, uh, salty, it just was, gross? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think I had it in my mouth long enough to... Uh, uh, something just hit me and I was just like, no. I don't know if it was the textures as well as, as the taste sort of thing, but but yeah, that one, uh, that one wasn't good. I do have to admit that for this one particularly, I did not have high hopes. I have to very much admit that this one I knew is going to be. Is I knew it was going to be a tough sell. So basically, let's uh, let's show you what you've had. Let's show you the full version of yeah. what you've had. Not, 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 not a half food. <laughs> yeah, not the regurgitated. It's like you know when a bird like eats the food and then it spits it out and gives it to like the little fledglings. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what that looks like. So this is what you could have won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Again, and it looks like another Swiss roll. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? it? Does. Yeah, it is pretty much, and it is another sort of summary food. It's called pionono, and basically, what you have there, you have a very, very soft, spongy, kind of like cakey, sweet dough, and basically, it's filled with mushrooms, with mushroom roux. That basically is something that you don't like. There's cheese, there's ham, but there's serrano ham there which is very salty, and boiled egg as well. Again, this is very summery, very traditional summery, a very a Christmas food is very much in Argentina. It's more more like a, a pancake on the outer, isn't it? That's what it is, I think. Okay, yeah, it's like a fluffy pancake, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Now, you, Ben, you don't like this one either, do you? The thing is, I love mushrooms, I love the serrano ham, and I thought I really liked the Edam cheese that's in it as well, but... Apparently, I'm not a big fan of big chunks of Edam cheese. But you eat the slices of Edam cheese. Yeah, but I think the ones that you get in the supermarket are different from the, you know, the important cheese. Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, I'm sounding really fussy about food. I know. Talk about getting Curtis in. This is the moment where we realise that actually Ben is just as fussy as you are, Curtis. (laughs) Don't swap places. No, 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 no. It's fine. It's absolutely fine. You wear the eye mask better than I do. (laughs) Are we ready for dish number three? Yes. Ben has just preparing the third dish of the day, and he's bringing it over on the spoon. So glamorous, Bab. And he's handing it to Curtis. Okay, give it a whiff. What are you smelling? Okay. Onions. Yeah. That's all I can smell. Okay. Onions have a very dominating smell, aren't they? Here we go. Always put it straight in. Oh, oh, we're getting solid chewing there. Oh. And we're getting a little bit of a nod as well. A I bit kinda... of a nod, yeah. I'm not sure whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, but... See, it's fairly crunchy. Mm-hmm. But chewy at the same time. Mm-hmm. As all good food should be. The different textures of food, isn't it? Yeah. So what, what were you tasting there? Onions, for definite. Beef, like, it's like raw beef. It's not raw, it's cooked, but yeah. it is beef. And again, one of the things that you very clearly stated that you don't <laughs> like, so uh, talking about a hard sale as well. I think my problem is I over food that I don't know. Yeah. That's fine. Chew away. It's better for you. The more you chew, it's better for you, isn't it? Maybe that's why, because we're, that's the reason we're fat. We don't chew, we just engulf. It's good. We just inhale food. Yeah, okay. Right, you swallowed. Okay, Done. thoughts? Feelings? Again, onions, 
as you said, beef. For me, I think it was just the textures again together. I think once, because I don't like beef, I think that strong taste, the more I started to chew, was coming through. So then obviously I just continued to chew instead of swallowing it. Yeah. wasn't bad, bad, but again, it's probably not something I'd, uh, I'd choose to be scoffing my face with. But they weren't too bad. Do you want to show him what it looked like? Uh, yeah, let's show Curtis what this one looked like. See, if you put that in front of me and, and I actually saw it, I wouldn't even touch it. What What can you see there? What does it look like? So, it is literally just beef with um, some garnish and onions. Is it? I take it, is it soaked in the onions? So, it's soaked in, uh, basically, it's kind of like a vinaigrette. So, it's um, oil, onion, garlic and red chilies. Right, okay. And some seasoning. Yeah. Yeah, I think, for me, I eat a lot with my eyes. Mm-hmm. I think that's a massive Mm-mm-mm. player in it. So, yeah, as I said, if you put that in front of me, you wouldn't touch I it. wouldn't even touch it. But now I've tasted it. Yeah, it's, again, not something I'd choose to eat, but it wasn't horrific. Again, considering what you've just had, by the way, is tongue. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> can you, I can't even tell from even looking at that. So, when Ben had bought it, from the butchers, it was literally a tongue. Like, it looked like a tongue. Like, it's a, a bull's tongue. Right, okay. And it's just, you know... It's like something from Jurassic Park, isn't it? You know, when the dinosaur opens its mouth. Oh. Um, it's a tongue. Wow. So how did you prepare it, then? So you boil the tongue mm-hmm. for a couple of hours until it cooks. And then you have to peel it, because you have the whole... Um, sort of like a piece of covering, which is like the... Um, Oh, what's it called? Um, like a membrane. Yeah, it's like a membrane, but it's... Uh, you know how tongues... You know, like the cat's tongue or the animal's tongue that is kind of like pinchy. Mm-hmm. It's not smooth. Mm-hmm. So you have to take that out, and then you just slice it, and you put it into the vinaigrette. Wow. Uh, how do you feel? You've had tongue. If, if anything, I've accomplished something, haven't I? Yeah, I know. There, there, there's tongue, so... Take uh, that off your bucket list. Mate, you can I, say I that I don't think it was ever on my bucket list, but, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. let's, <laughs> we'll put it on there at the bottom... Yeah, I suppose that when you have a bucket list, you know, like, I don't know, climbing Kilimanjaro and things like that, tasting tongue is probably not there in your top ten, is it? Can you retrospectively add something to your bucket list? Well, the thing is, it's not on your bucket list anymore if you've already done it, is it? Well, I suppose. <laughs> so that, it kind of defeats the purpose of a bucket list. It's just something that you've tried. But, again, now you can go out into the world and say, you know what, I've tried tongue. I would, like, as hell have it again... But I've tried it. Oh, I don't know. I think we've got. I think we've got two wins there. I think it's two v one at the minute. Mm, do you think so? Yeah. I don't. I, I don't think neither the second nor the third. I don't think the pianono or the tang will become part of his regular diet. Maybe not part of my diet, but I didn't spit them out. That's that's one thing. That's 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 the, that's the kind of <laughs> metrics that I'm. Okay, so on. your metric of a win is if he doesn't spit it out, <laughs> then it's good enough. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'll take that. Yeah. Let's take it as a win. Okay, so we have a fourth and final dish. So your final dish, you've got the plate in case you need to spit it out. Ben has bringing over the spoon of wonder with the dish on top. When you're ready, Curtis. What was saying before I put this one in? Mm, I don't know, you want to give it a smell and see if you smell anything? Okay. What are you smelling? Just like, it smells like a biscuit. It sounds really weird. Oh, I think it's just a matter of giving it a go, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, just shove it in. Mm, okay. 
Okay, we have chewing again, but actually joyful chewing. Have you noticed the way his mouth is kind of, <laughs> his mouth is kind of... Not spitting it out? Well, it's kind of dancing from side to side. I mean, again, he's not spitting it out. That's a win. Again, win. Wow. He's taking the blindfold off, sitting back, relaxing in the chair. There's an expression of contemplation on this one. I think that it looks very reflective. I was reflective. nervous about this one. But you've got relief. I can see mm. relief on your face. Now, probably because he knows that he's not going to be trying any more food after this one. Oh, yeah. This one was the last. So it's, <laughs> no, it's probably the sense of relief. <laughs> I just can't think what it is. Well, you should have had two textures. You should have had the coating mm. and then De- yeah, yeah, definitely so, two. Talk us through that. So, in a way, it was sort of fairly crispy or when you first bite into it. It sort of goes, again, quite chewy Mm. on the inside. And then that's when the flavours start to come out. So, again, I'm getting maybe like a meat texture. Mm -hmm. Something like scotch egg. Like the coating of uh, an actual scotch egg. Possibly. Yeah. I will swallow it in a minute. That's actually really good. I mean, in terms of... You could be a blind taster and figure out what the foods are just by tasting them blind. Because you're actually quite close. There's no egg there, but... No, definitely no egg. Just the sort of like outer, the like coating. the porky exactly. um, breadcrumbs. All right, so shall we show Curtis what this one was? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so it's definitely coated in uh, in breadcrumbs. Mm-hmm. Some sort of meat, I'm going to say again, but uh, you'll have to inform me of uh, what the meat is. As you can imagine, because we're Argentinians, that is beef. And basically what you've tasted is a milanesa. Milanesa is a very, very traditional Argentinian dish, which consists on a very thin slice of a very lean piece of uh, of beef that is basically coated in egg, yeah, and then in breadcrumbs and fried for your pleasure. And it's traditionally was a poor person's food, wasn't it? Because it's it's a it's a really thin piece of beef. Yeah, so the idea behind it was that um, people would make milanesas with the cuts of beef that actually that went chewy, that they couldn't cook as a whole piece. So they would slice it really, really thinly. And in order to give it some taste, they would then put in egg. And the egg has a lot of sort of condiments. So it has uh, parmesan cheese, it has mustard, it has salt, pepper, spices, and, and so on and then breaded and it was a way for poor people to have beef to have meat so to be able to eat meat without sort of being too expensive now is probably one of the most sort of iconic foods in the country everyone is it is no longer a poor people food everyone has it. we literally have restaurants that they do just wow. milanesas with different toppings like a pizza yeah. so you can you have like cheese on top you can have sweetbreads Famously called pisanesas. Pisanesas? Pizzanesas. Oh, really? When they've got cheese on? Well, so basically, you can use the milanesa as if it were the base of a pizza, and then you just can put toppings on it. Mm-hmm. See, that'd be down my street. I'd probably eat that if it was a bit of cheese on top, bit of some sort of sauce. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably eat that. So basically, the, the most traditional way is called... Uh, and it's super Italian, if you think about the name, because milanesa, so it comes from... Um, the name comes from Milan... And we have it as Milanesa Napolitana, which is basically the Milanesa with a tomato sauce, ham and cheese. All right, and so it's kind of like a very basic pizza. But then, of course, people get creative and they've put on it whatever you want. 
whatever pizza toppings you want, you can put it on a uh, on a milanesa. But it's basically like the Argentine fish and chips, isn't it? Yes. That's, you know, in terms of cultural um, comparisons, that's kind of the, the level of, uh, that people in Argentina hold it dear to their hearts, don't they, oh, in yeah. terms of the dish. So, considering that this is beef, and your opinion on beef, on a scale of 1 to 10, how bad was it? 10 being really bad. Yeah, 10 being um, really bad. <clears throat> that one there, probably 3 or 4. That's okay. what I mean. It, that one there wasn't wasn't too bad. I could uh, I could eat that one. As I said, I think it just needs some sort of condiments to go with it. But yeah, apart from that, to be fair, even if you just add some lemon, you know, like everything fried, just a bit of lemon, it does make a difference. But I wanted Curtis to try the raw, essential, yeah, Milanesa. But a three, I'll take a three. I think we are like just a couple of steps steps away of getting Curtis to actually include beef into his diet. I mean, <laughs> your face, let's, face, your let's, face does not say that. Let's not run before we can walk. Yeah, okay, yeah, we'll take it, we'll take it slow, we'll take it slow. I think that the next, the next time it needs to be a pizzanesa, it needs to be uh, sort of the base of, a, of the milanesa with some good pizza toppings on top, yeah. and we can try again. Definitely. So, how have you felt about your Argentine dining experience today? To be fair, it opens up your eyes once you because you're not looking at the food that you're eating to start off with. Um, when you see it afterwards, you're like, "Wow, I wouldn't even touch that if uh, you know if I saw it." Yeah, maybe I need to be blindfolded more when I'm eating my dinner at home. <laughs> <laughs> but it is true, isn't it? Like we do look at stuff and we're like, "No, I'm not going to like yeah. that. I'm not going to like that." Like I look at broccoli and I think that is a really ugly looking vegetable. And every time I see broccoli, I'm like, "I'm not going to like it." And then every time I eat broccoli, I'm like, "Well, it's all right." It's all right. And yeah. I get, we have broccoli all the time. And yeah. I still think like that now. It's like the way something looks and the way it tastes are completely different. But I think you've hit the nail on the head there when you say we eat with our eyes. We really do. We taste things first by what they look like. And that's why, you know, like in some cultures when you, you know, you see them eating insects and stuff like that. And you're like, oh, but then to taste them, it's like, yeah. you know. And it works the other way around in terms of that, for example, if I, if I look at chips from the chippy... They look awful. They look absolutely awful. But then you have them and say, oh, actually, this is really good. But realistically, you, I, I like my chips to be crunchy in the outside, soft in, soft in the inside. And if you look sort of the blob of chips that comes when you order <laughs> fish and chips, it's, it's kind of like a flan of, of chips. <laughs> but they are so good, aren't they? But if you look at them and say, mm, I'm going to be disappointed by this. And actually, you're not. I think that the lesson learned here is that we need to get your girlfriend a blindfold for you. Again. Uh, yeah, definitely. How you for use the, it? For the kitchen. For yeah. the kitchen, oh, yeah. Not, oh. not, not for... It's like, whenever, whenever, she's, <laughs> when, when, whenever it's her turn to make, them, to make a meal, you can slip on the eye mask and have a go first. Absolutely. A blindfold. Absolutely. We knew that this was going to be a nerve-wracking experience for you Curtis we definitely knew that so we very much appreciate you taking the time and actually taking the leap of putting things in your mouth foods that you've never tried before without even knowing what is it that you're going to try and that takes bravery so we very guts. very much yeah you you've got guts man for doing that I don't know if I could have done it <laughs> Ben probably wouldn't have done it no no so hats off to you yeah. but I have to say because we're all about giving here on Bareback, 
you're not going to leave empty-handed today. No. You're going to go home with something that you've already mentioned today, which is a complete fluke. Ben has been hard at work this morning, and he's made you and your girlfriend a week's supply of... Let's have a look. There you go, sausage rolls. There you are. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. See, there's one that we already know that uh, that Curtis likes. So I thought, you know, I thought, you know what, I'm I'm going to traumatize this person, <laughs> <laughs> but then I'm going to give him something for him to feel better about it. Absolutely. So try to I I don't know, just like putting something that, like you with pseudo cream. You know, like you use pseudo cream for everything. Oh, I love. Do you do you use pseudo cream? No, the only I only use it obviously because I've got a little boy. Oh, and anything, any ailment or anything that's wrong in my body, just put a bit of pseudo cream. Headache, just yeah, yeah. Exactly. And it's literally, it's literally that. Oh, something itches. I put some pseudo cream. Oh, and the next day it's fine. Yeah. Anything, just a little bit of pseudo cream. But that's the thing is, he gets his cars, but he gets a little bit of relief from it. So, <laughs> I hope you enjoy the sausage rolls. No, thank you very much. Thank you so much for coming on today. No, thank you for um, me. I hope you're not leaving too traumatised. Enjoy your sausage rolls and safe journey home, because I know you've got quite a long way to go. I was going to say, exactly. it's a bit, bit far. Will you give us three rings when you get back? Yeah, yeah just make not. sure that you got home all right, because it's, it's quite a dodgy place as well, isn't it? What, next door? Well, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of dark spots there. I'll be running home with these sausage rolls, don't you worry. All right, cheers, Curtis. Ta-ra. Cheers, thank you, Curtis. thank you. Take care. Curtis has left the building. Now, that was a mouthful. <laughs> Bless him. Oh, yeah, I know. Oh, I felt so bad for him. When he came in, he was so nervous. And I didn't want to lay in while he was here, but he was properly shaking. Yeah, he was definitely very, very nervous about what was going to go. And to be fair, for a reason. But fair play to him. He tried everything. And even the one that he spit out, <laughs> he did give it a good go. Nothing. It's, um, you wouldn't do it. You wouldn't oh. put a blindfold and put some strange food in your mouth. You wouldn't do it. <laughs> well... I mean, I have put strange things in my mouth in my time. Yeah, but, but not food. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> let's not go there right now. But um, yeah, that was so much fun. And uh, again, the takeaway for me is we do eat with our eyes, don't we? Oh um, yeah, definitely. We'll look at something and we'll automatically assume that we're not going to like it. But I think having the blindfold there, and it was great for you know for you as well to be able to showcase some of your kind of favourite Argentine foods, yeah. really. With different levels of success. But we got a spit. We got a couple of... Uh, okay, maybe. And we have one that only needed to be warm and would become part of his diet. So yeah. I think we had the whole spectrum, didn't we? Yeah. I, I, I Seriously, I think it was... Um, out of the four, I think three out of four we should give ourselves. I mean, I will do that, just on the fact that... Um, Criteria was he didn't spit it. <laughs> Swallowed thrice. <laughs> exactly. For those of you who are listening and you are from Argentina or you're well versed on Argentine cuisine, is there anything that we didn't give Curtis that we should have done that you think is an iconic Argentine food? Obviously, we didn't touch the desserts and we didn't do drinks. Hopefully, we'll get to do those in the future. Yeah. Um, but is there any kind of savouries that we missed out? Just tell us. You can uh, tweet us 
at barebackpod. You can send us a message on Instagram. We're at barebackpodcast. You can find us on Facebook. All you need to do is to search bareback. And we are accessible via email. We are at barebackpodcast at gmail.com. Tell us what you think. I suppose one thing that we didn't give him that is, you know, as far as I'm concerned, very iconic was empanadas. 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 There's no enya. I always think there's an enya on the end. No, there's no. I know. Empanadas. But uh, to be fair, I think that's so similar to Cornish pasties in a way. It's and not really that different, is it? It's yeah. just like a mini Cornish pasty. But let's be completely honest. I was lazy and I didn't make them. Because, of course, <laughs> here in the UK, you can't get. Um, I, I mean. You can't get readily available the pastry, so I have to make it myself. Mm. And I was lazy and didn't want to do it, so I didn't. And I suppose, actually, thinking about it, the different, the main difference between empanadas and Cornish pasties is that empanadas are juicier. You kind of have a bit of a, a bit of a soup, a bit of a broth inside them, don't you? That you don't get in a Cornish pasty. Well, and also the Cornish pasty has potatoes, doesn't it? It's something that you probably wouldn't find in a traditional Argentinian empanada. Yeah, I mean, I think traditionally a Cornish pasty was a whole meal in a in a pasty. So traditionally it would be half and half. So you'd have jam in one section, and then you'd have beef and potatoes in the other section and that was the miners lunch they would eat it in their hand obviously really filthy but because it was encased in the pastry it would protect it yeah but with all the respect to the cornish pasty we're on argentinian foods today so <laughs> goodbye cornish pasty next time I'll, I'll i'll be less lazy and i'll make an empanada what's your favorite argentine food of all time I and mean, we all know that mine is for british is fish and chips yeah what what's your go-to a barbecue of the insides Okay. So the uh, kidney, the small intestine, the um, sweetbreads, a barbecue of that. Absolutely love it. If I had, like, again, gun to my head, I would every single time choose that. I mean, I, I would never wish that in a million years. <laughs> it sounds awful. Gun to your head. But, you know, if you had to make a decision, I think that's a, that's a me- I mean, it's interesting because... There's an, it's very difficult to replicate that in this country because yeah. we don't really have that kind of oh. tradition and uh, of that kind of cuisine. And the thing is, there's some things that you cannot get. You cannot get brains. <laughs> well, you can. I mean, you can. <laughs> we've all got one. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I'm talking like a brain to eat. I'm not talking about get a brain like get an education. <laughs> and I love barbecued brain. The thing, I would have a, a barbecue full of these insides. I love them. Absolutely love them. I bet there's not that many podcasts out there where they end with, I love barbecue brain. Well, then <laughs> let's end up on a different note. Let's just say that if you love a podcast as much as I love barbecued brains, then go into App Music, Spotify, leave a review, five stars, of course, obviously. <laughs> um, leave a comment, leave a note, share with your friends. With your enemies as well. We like them all. <laughs> we, we just love people. I know. Well, thank you for listening, and we'll be back same time, same place next week. Lots of love. Bye. Bye. Bye.